What is up, you guys? It's Anna, and I'm back with episode four, finally. I'm so sorry that it has been a minute because your girl has been busy AF, and I decided not to record an episode in Florida when I was with my dad because we were having the most chillaxing week ever, but now I'm back, and once finals are over and summer starts, it's going to be even more fun, and there's definitely going to be more episodes because no school yay. Anyways, thank you for sticking around with me on my Boston beer journey. I'm really excited because this week we're going to be trying a pretty popular brewery here in New England called Night Shift Brewing. And I've seen some of these beers around before at restaurants and at the grocery store, but I've never tried it. So I'm very excited to just dive in and see what it's all about. So as always, I'm going to do a little background, just jump right in. So Night Shift Brewing is an independent brewing company that was founded in 2012 and has locations open in Everett, which is where it started, and one here um, by the wharf, it's on the wharf actually, in Boston around TD Garden, but is temporarily closed because of COVID. Um, And once they open back up, I would love to go to that one and check them out because I pass the wharf location every day on my way to work which is why I also chose them for this episode because I walked up to the store and realized they were closed because I was like, maybe I can get some beer here. But it's fine. We're, we're all trying to stay safe. So I went to Fenway Craft Beer. That's where I get all my beer. And the six beers I chose that I'm going to be reviewing tonight from Night Shift include the Santilli American IPA, which was inspired. That's their, their flagship beer. The One Hop This Time Topaz Single Hop IPA, Fluffier Hazy New England Double IPA, whoa, the Limelight Craft Light Lager with Lime, and the Beer Mine Pastry Stout with Chocolate and Raspberries, not a stout girl, but it sounds really yummy, and last but not least, we have Fluffiest Hazy New England Triple IPA, that is, it's going to be a fun Thirsty Thursday. I would say this is quite the lineup. Um, A lot of variety here, so I'm really excited. I just want to crack them all open right now. So let's just go. But first, I'm going to remind you of the criteria. So it's look, how it looks when I pour in the glass. The aroma, gotta smell good. Taste, obvi. And mouthfeel, which I think is the most important. And we're going to rate these out of 10. So we're just going to get started, and I'm going to start off with their flagship beer. Sometimes I end with the flagship, but today I wanted to start off with it because it looks really good. I just got the, I believe, 12-ounce can. Yep, because they were sold out of the 16-ounce. All the rest I got 16. So we're going to see how the crack is. I just took off my gel nails, so my nails are a little sensitive, but that was pretty nice. Pretty satisfying. Immediately, it smells really yummy. So just to do a little background, yeah, as I mentioned, this is the flagship American IPA. Um, They named it Santilli after the Brewery Street address in Everett, which is where it started, which I think um, is super sentimental, and that's really sweet for a brewery to do. Um, And its beer recipe was voted into production by their fans in 2015, and they won a World Beer Cup, a bronze medal, in um, 2016, which is crazy. Um, it was in the category of American IPA. So I don't think I've ever tried an awarded beer, at least that I know of, because 
all the other breweries I've reviewed so far haven't shown this on their website, so I'm really excited. Um, this is 6% ABV, and they say this beer pours bright gold with a nose of grapefruit zest and pine needles. Yum. Love Christmas time. <laughs> and um, they say there's a lot of big citrus flavors. It's light. A um, little bit of sweetness. has a clean finish. Bitter, crisp. Everything you're really looking for in an IPA. And they say it's smooth. Smooth mouthfeel. We love that. It's got a nice head. That's what I'm waiting for it to go down. And so, yeah, it's a bright gold. It almost looks yellow. Very hazy, which I love. It, the word I like to use, unfiltered. It just, I that's the, those are the best kinds of beers in my opinion. So we're gonna give it a smell. See how it's smelling. It's definitely citrusy. It kind of smells like when you're baking, zesting an orange or something. It's, it just smells like or lemon, like just almost like orange juice, but a little bit more sour sour in a good way um they also serve this beer all year long because some of these beers i have that i'm reviewing tonight are seasonal but this one's all year long um still waiting for the head to go down but it has a pretty good look pretty good smell i'm just gonna go in and start sipping it let's see how it tastes mm, omg i can tell you why this beer won an award because it's fucking good this beer is so good i'm gonna take another sip it has a really smooth mouth feel that's the best thing ever mm. yeah this beer is really good right when you sip it you kind of get florally notes which i love in beers and then you're hit like slightly in a nice way with those citrus notes and the in the zesty um, flavor, but it's so smooth when you're sipping it and feels it's not crazy hoppy, which I really like. But it's still an IPA and it goes down amazingly. I feel like you could. This is a beer you'd want at a brewery in your flight or just when you're eating pizza or anything. It's so good. Something that this is this would be like a go-to beer anywhere you go. Oh my god, I'm going to have one more sip before I rate it because it's really good. Oh my gosh. I love it. It does have a slightly like bitter taste at the end, but that's what an IPA is. And I really... Oh my gosh, it's just so good. Okay. Hmm, I think I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10 because... It's not my favorite IPA ever, but it's really good. It's so easy to drink. I feel like next time I go out to a restaurant or a bar, this is the beer I'm going to want to get in Boston over Harpoon or something, which is crazy. I am in love with this. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. 9 out of 10. One of the best mouthfeels in a beer ever. It's so smooth for an IPA. Wow. Amazing. This makes me want to try more like beers that have won awards because that's impressive and it's just really yummy. It's like, one of, oh my God. Okay, I'm going to move on, put this one down. All right. Now, this second one I have 
is called it's from a little series they have it's called one hop this time topaz and it's a single hop ipa series so these are rotating they have four they have ella galaxy topaz and vic secret so i have topaz these beers are six they have six percent abv and this one specifically on untapped says that this one has um hops with notes of orange mousse very interesting mango and peach you guys if you've listened to any of my other episodes you know that i love fruity beers not when they're super sweet or anything but when they have nice fruit notes so i'm going to crack this open oh my nails i need like a special can opener or something Oh my god, that was beautiful. Okay, let's pour this out. On their website, I don't have any specific notes on it, but we can we can do that ourselves. That's what this is for. So when you pour this out, it's it looks very similar actually to Santilli. Um, it's not as hazy. It's still pretty hazy, but it's not as unfiltered, I guess. And it's that bright gold, almost the same exact color. Um, nice head on here. I love that. Very nice. Yeah, this has the same amount of alcohol as Santilli, too. So I'm wondering if it's going to taste almost similar, except for those orange mousse notes they're saying to look for. And orange, orange mousse, mango, and peach. Very interesting, isn't it? Well, all right. I'm going to give it a smell, see if we're picking up on any of those, or if it might just probably be citrusy and zesty like all a lot of IPAs. It's actually kind of like, you can kind of smell the fruit, and also you can just smell, I feel like the bitterness a little bit, like leafy, which is interesting, but I like it. It smells good. It smells different from the other one, and... The head's going down now, so I'm going to give it a taste. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm tasting those fruity notes. I'm going to take another sip. Hmm. No, I'm definitely not. Tastes like an IPA, basic. I'm really not getting fruity notes. I'm getting just hoppy, bitter, kind of biscuity notes. Um, I have no idea where this mango and peach and orange mousse is coming from. Maybe a little bit of the orange mousse. I don't know about mousse, but the orange. And I don't know if I really like the taste of this IPA. It tastes like... For some reason, it reminds me of one of those bamboozled jelly beans, but, like, not horrible. It's, like, not that bad. It just reminds me of, like, for some reason, or, like, grass. I'm going to take one more sip. The mouth feels smooth, so that's great. It's just the flavor, especially at the end. It's weird. I'm giving this, I'm giving this a 7 out of 10. Because I would drink it again. I just don't like the taste that much. It feels fine in the mouth. It smells good. It looks good. The taste is just weird. But I I feel like 
if it were a part of a flight and I went to night shift brewing, I would still get it and drink it fine. I just don't think I'd buy it for myself again. So that's why I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. But not the worst. It's still it's still good. I would still recommend everyone go out and try these beers for yourself to see how you like it. I'm going to move on, put this one down. All right. I always make a mess. So this time I brought napkins on my desk so I don't. The next one we're going to be doing is called Fluffier. So um, Night Shift Brewing has this like fluffy series. They had this like really popular fluffy IPA and now they have this fluffier double IPA. There's a fluffiest triple IPA. There's a fluffinity. I mean, this is like a whole series, and I think that's so cool. So this one I'm going to be doing right now is the fluffier. I cannot find the fluffy. And this is a hazy New England double IPA. Um, double IPAs, I always love. I think they're great. I love the bitterness mixed with the, like, the small taste of alcohol. I think it's great. And, um... I'm getting notes on this one from Untapped, but also they have them on the can here. So they say, let's make it fluffier. This juicy, hazy, pillowy New England double IPA is an amped, amped up version of Fluffy, our lovely New England IPA. I wish I could try that one. <laughs> Maybe next time. This beer drips with huge notes of sweet tangerine, juicy peach, and pineapple. Jump into this dream cloud of hops and enjoy the extra fluff. I really love that description. Um, that It just sounds really fun. I have never thought of beer to be fluffy because it's, it's, it's like a tough drink, beer. It's not hard to drink, but it's like tough, like T-U-F-F. -F, it's tough. So it's interesting they call it fluffy and they use that in terms of alcohol. So yeah, this beer is 9% ABV. Um, and as it said, there's notes of tangerine, peach, orange zest. I'm really excited to get into this. So let's pour it. It's got that bright gold, but it's also a little bit orange, which is nice. It's a little bit different from the other ones. Um, always nice to see a little change. So pouring it out, got a pretty large head at the top, taking a minute to go down. But it's super hazy which most double IPAs are, and I love that. The hazier, the better. Let's give it a smell while we wait. Oh, yeah, it definitely smells fruity. Fruitier than the last one. Um, almost like a little bit pineapple-y. Yeah, it does smell pineapple-y, orangey for sure. What else does this say? Tangerine. Oh, it does say um, pineapple. Yeah, it's sweet. I don't think it'll taste sweet, though. Mm, I'm so excited. I'm going to pour a little bit more, and then I'm going to go ahead and give it a taste. I really like this night shift, this beer so far. Okay, going in for the taste. Oh, sorry, you can hear the police in the background. That is what you get when you live in downtown Boston. But we're just going to take a sip. Mmm, I love that. That is so good. So, I also think it has a great mouthfeel. First of all, because it's 
a lot hoppier than the other beers we've had since it's double IPA. It's just a lot. It's got the hops, and I love that. So um, it has a, like a medium-bodied mouthfeel, I would say. And the taste, it's definitely a little sweet. You're getting those fruity notes. I'm kind of tropical, but still tastes like a double IPA. Um, very bitter and strong, and I love it. I'm going to take one more sip. In the very beginning, you still get a little bit of that weird grass flavor I, I thought about in the last one, but not as bad. It's still so good. I think I am going to rate this one an 8 out of 10 because I would get this again. I, I think the flavor is good. The mouth feels good. It's a good double IPA. Um, not the best one I've ever tried. Not bad on any terms, but um, could be a little better. But I think it's it's still really good. And an 8 out of 10 is a good score. I'm going to take one more sip and then move on. Yeah, that's so yummy. Oh, and I love the, I love the clouds on this can if I could show you. You'll see pictures of all the cans if you follow me on Instagram at IPA.lot when I drink. So you should go do that because then you can, you'll know what I'm talking about with these cool little clouds on, the, on all these fluffy cans. But anyways, all right. Next, we're going to move on to Night Shift's Limelight Craft Light Lager with Lime. So this is a light beer, 120 calories with 4.3 alcohol ABV. Um, so they say, they, I think there's a few of these, but this one is uh, light and citrusy. Limelight is truly delicious craft light lager with lime. Pairs best with sunny days on the beach, lawn, or patio. We love those kinds of beers that you can bring on the beach. Shout out to one of my roommates, Cassie. She just got me one of those imperial pints by brewmate and it kept my beers cold all day at the beach in florida which was nice if you want to invest in one you should this beer pours sunny gold with a soft white head um more noise oh i always burp when i'm drinking beer Ugh. whatever um citrus and light biscuit on the nose sip sips crisp and refreshing with a burst of fresh lime zest it'll be interesting to find that because a lot of the times you find orange or lemon but not always lime so i'm excited so yeah let's crack this open i can't believe ugh, the low calories like freak me out beautiful the low calorie like last week when we tried the ufo light force that was like 94 calories i was like eh. this looks like water when you're pouring it out of the can holy shit oh my god it's so light almost looks like what like tainted water it's a, oh my goodness, that's crazy. This is probably one of the lightest beers I've ever, ever seen and will try. I'm shook. Wow. If, like, it almost looks like you poured ginger ale because it's still carbonated. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. It still looks carbonated. But it looks like you poured ginger ale. It's like that light. And it has a beautiful, it's on point, that light sunny gold. Um, almost see-through. And it has a white, white head. Which is really interesting. Like, almost looks like soap. Not soap, because it's more dense. But it's so white. 
as white as a cloud. All right, let's give it a smell. Let's see if we can smell some lime. I Yeah, I think you can smell lime. It almost smells like, not a Corona, but like when you put a lime in the Corona and you do that whole thumb trick where you flip it, blah, blah, blah. You know, everyone does it when you drink a Corona. Um, it smells like that once you've put the lime in. It smells good. It, it smells like a beer that you would go to one of those restaurants on the beach and eat on the, on the patio or that indoor patio where they just have the roof hovering over it. Um, tastes like one of those beers that you would have. It's reminding me of like something I would have at Wellfleet in Cape Cod. Um, all right, now that we've done that and the head's gone down quite nicely, let's give it a taste. Whoa! Hits you in the face, like smacks you in your ass lime. That's intense. I like it though. It's really good. Oh my gosh, I'm taking another sip. It's like I'm, like the aftertaste tastes like I'm drinking Sprite. Yeah, that is so good. For a light beer, and it won't, It it's so nice that it's low-cal. And I can understand why it's on the, you, they say drink it on the beach or on a sunny day outside because it's so refreshing. Even though I'm sitting here in my apartment at 10 o'clock at night in downtown Boston when it's like 40 degrees outside, it's so refreshing. <laughs> it's really yummy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it tastes like... In the beginning, you immediately get, like, the tiniest bit of beer flavor, and then it turns into lime ASAP, and it's smooth, like, water smooth, like, insane, or gray goose smooth, whatever you want to call smooth. It is smooth. It goes down so easy. I am also going to give this an 8 out of 10, because I would drink it again, especially at the beach. I definitely... It's definitely, like, a beer I would have on that occasion or, like, in the summer because if I were to have this, like, in one of those igloos outside in the cold winter time or now because it's still cold in Boston, I I wouldn't get this beer. But it's so good. This is going to be my go-to for summer. And luckily, they sell this one all year round, so that's great. Yep, I'm taking one more sip. Eight out of ten for me. Delicious. Wow, I really like that one. I also really like how on all their cans it says um, independent craft because they're an independent um, craft beer brewery. Like mostly, eight, they say 80% employee owned and the other 20% is by family and friends, which I think is really special for a pretty decently big brewery, I would say, um, in Boston. And they ship to a lot of places like basically all of New England. I saw Pennsylvania, which is where I grew up, and I feel like I must have seen this at the grocery stores in Pennsylvania or at beer stores growing up because it was so familiar. The owl on the can, I just had never tried it before. But anyways, next we're going to go on. A little nervous for this one because as you all know, I am just not um, the biggest stout girl. But it sounds really yummy when you're reading this description. So this is the Beer Mine Pastry Stout with chocolate and raspberries. 
So this has 8.4% ABV um, on the can, how it describes it, because I can't find it on their website. They say, will you beer mine, overflowing with notes of ganache, sweet raspberries, and cream savers, our chocolate pastry stout with raspberries is the perfect treat to share with someone with that someone's with that special someone can't speak today had all four of my classes on zoom but it's fine um let's crack this open sounds really good nice amount of alcohol i'm just nervous because i need to get into stouts what is my deal oh i wish i liked them better so pouring out obviously very dark looks like i'm pouring coffee but, whoa, the head is big. It might overflow. Oh, did I? Oh, my God, I did it perfectly. Oh, it's not overflowing. Wow, that was a perfect measure. I can't really pick it up right now because the head is going down slowly. But, you know, when you pour a beer in, it just almost like looks like it's about to go over. It basically is over, but it just has to spill. And I just got it. So, right off the bat, I'm smelling chocolate. And when I just did that little sniff... I, I picked up on the raspberries at the end, and I love chocolate and raspberries so much. So I'm interested to see if I'll like this. And it smells spot on, like chocolate, like chocolate raspberry ice cream or something. Oh, yeah, and a little bit of coffee. I always think stouts smell like coffee. Are they coffee-based? I need to do some more research on them. Anyways... I love I also love the name of this beer beer mine I love that my boyfriend unfortunately doesn't like beer so he would not beer mine but but that's okay I would beer mine for me <laughs> that makes no sense anyways um that's a cute little marketing tactic for Valentine's Day that they did as you if you know I'm a marketing major so I I like to pick up on those little things. I mean, anyone would pick up on this cool name. Anyways, let's get into the taste of this beer. The head has gone down nicely, so I'm going to take my first sip. A little nervous, but... Oh my goodness. That is so much sweeter than I anticipated. That's sweet. I actually really like this stout. It, when you, when you sip it, it, you don't get an intense chocolate flavor. You get a very light chocolate flavor. And, like, it's more heavy on the raspberries and then a little notes of the chocolate. I'm going to take one more sip. Yeah. And definitely, those, like, taste like the biscuit, like, pastry, like, pastry notes a little bit. Which, obviously, that's what it says, but it's so good. It's like a weird kind of sweet. I can't describe it, but I would definitely drink this again. And the mouthfeel is smooth. It's almost like, at first, it's almost a bit tangy from the raspberry or, like, sour. Like, you know when you bite into a raspberry, that, like, not tanginess, but that tiny bit of sour. It's like that. And then it's so smooth going down. Mm. I think I'm going to take one more sip. I am going to give this one 
a 8 out of 10. Because I would honestly get this again depending on the dish. Maybe like, it's so sweet. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I feel like this would be a dessert drink I would get at the end. Like I have like, you know, a, a Santilli in the beginning and maybe like a fluffier or something. And then I would end with this. So I would give this an, an 8 out of 10. I think it's great. It has a nice alcohol percentage. Um, you can have fun with this stout. <laughs> um, and it's just so good for a stout. This I'm honestly like kind of proud of myself because I like it. And I have hated every stout I've tried so far. But this is so good. I'm going to take one more sip and then we're going to be on our last beer. Okay. Alright, next, last but not least, we have Fluffiest. Yes, I, I so badly wish I had Fluffy to do all three and Fluffinity, but maybe we can make that its own little episode. So, this last one is called Fluffiest, and I saved it for last because this is a Hazy New England triple IPA. That's crazy. They say, in this can... The most fluffiest stuff floating amidst the hazy, cloudy summit of our fluffy beer series is fluffiest. A supremely hopped, supremely juicy New England triple IPA. Enormously tropical notes of papaya, honeydew melon, and orange peel saturate this heavy-hitting hoppy sipper. Enjoy your moment at the top. I love that. Ugh. I'm worried, though, because the only other kind of triple... Nice crack. The only other triple IPA I've had was Lord Hobo's um, Museum triple IPA. And it was really sweet. And what this beer is saying is that it's going to be really sweet. Or it's going to be a little fruity. And I'm, I don't know if triple IPAs are typically sweet like that. So hopefully it's not. But that one, the Lord Hobo was overpoweringly sweet. Which some of my friends loved that. I just was, I was like, whoo. So yeah, this is incredibly hazy. It's so opaque. I can't even. It's insane. It's like an orange. Looks like a like honestly kind of like fresh, a little bit dimmer than fresh orange juice. Nice dense head at at the top. Um, let's smell it. Let's see if we can pick up on this honeydew, maybe and papaya. All right. I'm definitely getting that orange zest. It just smells like IPA. Pretty strong. It smells pretty strong. This beer is 9.5 ABV. That is uh, very strong. And after, oh, actually, I think it's 9. Point, online it says 9.7, but this on the can says 9.5. So we'll go with 9.5. I always like to go through other people reviewing to see what they say and on um beer advocate they say that one person said that this is a dangerously drinkable citrus so yeah you could probably get insanely shit-faced after drinking like two of these which you know or three it's probably fun like on a friday or saturday but it is a thursday I mean, it's Thirsty Thursday. Why not? Let's have... No, we got to have some fun. I'm going to go in, have a sip. Mm. 
Hmm. Hmm. Let me take another sip. Hmm. Honestly, ooh, we might have to wait a minute because this head is not going down. I'm getting so much foam. I think that's why I'm like, oh, what is this? Um, it's pretty dense. This foam. I, I don't really know the science behind why certain beers, like, the head goes down really fast or it stays there for so long. So if you know, let me know. Follow me on Instagram. Shoot me a message. I mean, honestly, I'll probably look it up after this show because I am... I've, I've always wondered that, but I just never looked it up. It never... I just never did. But, okay, we're going to try and taste this one more time because the foam was... A little weird so hopefully it doesn't taste that weird okay it's not that as sweet as the other triple IPA I've tried it's not bad it's good I'm getting um, that papaya a lot um, it is as I said very I feel tropical but I'm getting this little in the beginning that grass flavoring like and it's you can taste the alcohol in this one too it's very hoppy medium high like large medium in, in the middle uh bodied mouthfeel um it's it's not as smooth but it's still really good it's just very i'm gonna take one more sip my words are are jumbled all over the place So yeah, in the beginning, I kind of get a fresh taste, and then I get a little bit of that grass, and then I get the tropical notes, and then the whole time it's very hoppy, and then goes down in a nice, it's an, it's a, yeah, medium mouth feel. You can definitely feel it in your mouth, um, but I like it. I don't know if I would get this again, though. It is really strong. Um, you don't taste an enormous amount of alcohol, but... It's just different for me. I don't know. I'm going to take one more sip. This is hard. This is a hard one for me to judge. Okay. I'm giving this a 6 out of 10. I This is the beer I would probably get last. And I, this is crazy because that first fluffy beer, I also was like, eh, it's okay. So, yeah, these fluffy beers, maybe they're just not my thing. I think that you should go out and try them for yourself. But I think a lot of my friends who do typically enjoy triple IPAs would like this because I'm also just not into that triple IPA, but it's still good. I would drink it in a flight. I wouldn't buy this again for myself. I wouldn't get this at myself for a restaurant, but it's, it's still good. Um, I'm just giving it a 6 out of 10 because I'm not... It's not as tropical as I was hoping. Um, it still is a little. It's just that grass flavor in those fluffy beers. I don't know what's up. But, yeah. I think that concludes all six beers. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking around with me. Even though I've been MIA recently, um, I'm back now. More ready than ever to get my hands on some more Boston brews. Love to explore this night shift even more. This is such a fun episode to record. Um, if you have any recommendations or comments that you want to send me or if you want me to review a brewery or you have a recommendation or you want to 
critique me or anything, that's totally fine. Remember that you can send me some messages and comments on my Instagram at ipa.lotwhenidrink. That's also where I post updates about new episodes, sneak peeks, sometimes deeper insights on beers. Usually on each brewery, I pick one or two that I just um, uh, do a little bit, uh, dig deeper into them with you guys. Um, But yeah, this was such a fun episode. I wish I could go to the brewery because from their website, it just looks so fun. And I loved that Santilli. It's one of my top three favorite IPAs for sure now. Um, But yeah, I will see you guys next week with um, hopefully some more beer, hopefully on the usual Wednesdays. This is Thursday, but whatever, Thirsty Thursday. So stay safe, drink local, and I will see you guys next week.